question I asked myself after watching Domino Bowling is, what is truly the best strategy for those two marbles to get the maximum points? I think that's a question we hope to answer today on the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. That's right. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. Well, if you got to say... Compared to last week's episode, that intro statement went a little bit better. Yes, very much so. It surprised you. I thought you were going to give it up, but no, you you, you went for it, I'm, and I'm impressed. Yeah. You know, it's all about uh, improvement over time, or, or something like that. Insert cliche, whatever, <laughs> into that. Great. Okay. Um, life, how's life been? Life's been busy lately. I'm going I'm to I'm be straight. Just finals and projects and everything, and... I feel like I haven't had time for anything, um, and then a couple just rough, rough things going on in life, but I'm really mm-hmm. happy every time I get to sit down and watch a marble sports event. When I sat, sat down today and watched Domino Bowling, I was just so happy, and honestly, what a wonderful event. I wish they brought the funnel, whatever, the funnel ram, the funnel battle what, remember, from Marble Mania. Uh, a funnel collision? Yeah, whatever they called it. Yeah, that, that was a fun event. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty cool. But, like, I mean, remember when I... Do you remember what I said about that? I gave that a 10 out of 10. I think it was one of my... I think... Dude, I think we, did we both give it a 10 out of 10? I think... Yeah, you might have, but you tend to be more... I think I said there was, like, one thing that could be improved. I just can't remember. Like, like maybe, like, the, the number of marbles that are on there or including other things on the funnel, maybe? I, I don't remember. Like... You might have 9.5 hmm. out of 10 to that. I think it might have been a 9.5 thing. So, yeah, I don't... Still, like, phenomenal event. Very fun to watch. I wish they brought that back. I I would want to see the Savage Speeders participate in that event. But Domino Bowling was still good, and it's just... um, It's good to see that they're now trying to, like, bring the two things together, put Domino Bowling in there. But we're going to get to that. Mm -hmm. We have some other things to get to. Um, Man, I mean... Oh, I'm going back to Jersey this coming weekend. Um, I mean, the podcast will probably come out no, probably come out earlier in the week. So yeah, so you'll probably hear this before I'm actually in Jersey. But I'm going back this coming weekend. I'm excited. I haven't been there in forever. I'm going to see some friends, hit my old favorite food spots. For anyone who's who's lives near Jersey, anywhere near Jersey, or plans to ever go near central Jersey, um, uh, I, food spots that I'm excited to go back to, House of Young Chinese Food, Central Jersey, Flemington, somewhere. That I I am looking. I'm literally. I literally have thought multiple times over the last month about the moment where I get to arrive at House of Young, sit down in the restaurant, even though it's just a simple restaurant, nothing too fancy, and eat the food that they cook at that restaurant. Hopefully, it's still as good as it was before. Shad, but I am. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's just so good, and I'll hit another couple spots. It's like a really good pizza place. Um, that I like, but I'm so excited. I'm going to go see my old house, which has been like two years. I'm going to go a year and a half, two years, whatever. I'm going to go like drive past it. Um, I was talking to my mom and she's like, you should, um, if you can work up the nerve, go up to the door, knock on it and ask to see it, like see the inside of the house. I know it's freaking weird, but I might do that just because, well, why not? All they can do is say no. Um, so that, (laughs) that might happen. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be most people's first choice. 
But uh, yeah, that's really exciting upcoming plans. I'm seeing my friend. I'm staying with him. We're going to a concert. Um, concert band thing. It was to be fun. And we're just going to hang out and like record videos. He's actually my editor for my YouTube channel. So it, it's going to be, we're going to have a blast. So Oh, I, that's what's him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It, but um, Waf, anything going on in uh, your life before the news comes in? Um, let's see here. Anything like... At least for right now, things have been slowing down. Like, I haven't been recording for as many things. I haven't had a lot of new auditions in. There are some things I need to audition for, but, like, just, like, two projects. Like, so, like, things have kind of slowed down a little bit for me. So, I've been taking more time for myself. Uh, been pl- catching up on Fate Grand Order, and I'm probably going to start trying to play the new Pokemon game finally. Get get working on that. Um, and then, like, soon, I, I, sh- I really should actually start working on a... A Christmas Wolf tune, if I can, because uh, next week, like, like as a heads up for everybody, next week will be like, the last episode we can record for a while. Because then later that that week from that weekend on, for like maybe like, a week or two, I'll be on vacation. So to get it out on time, I kind of got to do it early. So I might try. I think I have an idea for what I want to do. So I got to take some time this week to get some instrumentals, record it, edit it all together, and I think that'd be good. Uh, still you- working on the birthday wolf, the birthday wolf tune. Don't know when that's gonna happen, but Christmas will be here. Hopefully. I want you to remix the X Camo rap. Oh remix the no. beat. I'll come on. You do some backup vocals to like hype it up. I'll remix some of the lyrics and we'll go nuts. Oh no. We'll, we'll like oh, we'll no. like change flow halfway through the song and then bring it back. Maybe for April Fools, Brendan. Yes, for April. For April yes. See, Waff, you just made it a thing. So now, see, I just proposed it as a joke and now you made it make sense. That's on you. Well, Write I don't know that down. To... Not not for I, a write that down, Mister Waff, but for I know, a write that down. Remember this chat, okay? That's exciting. Oh dear, I don't know how. Like, it's gonna sound so bad because I'm not good at coming up with instrumental backing sounds on my own. So this is it's. But then again, that's kind of the charm for it, right? Because the <laughs> song sucks on its own. Shut anyways. up! <laughs> it doesn't suck. It does suck. <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend. Dude, X Camo X Camo didn't count many votes at the end. <laughs> Turtles be sliding. Turtles. Turtles. They, they needed they needed that accountant. They really needed that accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Actually, I just—I cur- a- don't want to curse on the show, but it's so true. Sorry. I uh, was trying to watch that. Um, they—they uh, did- they needed the accountant. They took our accountant off. They were like, they my accountant was like, oh, what? Oh, I thought you needed X Camo account and be like, I thought you needed some help here. Like from your song, I was like, man, I'm gonna be a busy man. And the turtle sliders are like, no, 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 you got it backwards. Um, and now the turtle sliders, they did well in a couple events. This, what they, was it? One of the speed based events, the basics. Uh, we'll get to the news in a second. One of the basic yes. speed based events, they really did quite well in. I forget which one it was. It was. It wouldn't have been. I believe it was relay or relay. I believe it was relay. What um. Uh, whatever, I'm not gonna look it up, but um, I know they did we'll look well. It up for a discussion. Yeah, I'm sure someone will tell me in the comments or something. I know they did well in one of them, and I was like, wow, they're not. I mean, they they suck, but they're not the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> but whatever. All that being said, let's get to the news. When we come back, emails, domino bowling, and more. Uh, take it away to the news. Hello, Marvel Sports fans! I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marvel Sports Worldwide News. 
It's been a while and so much has happened that we're just going to cover what happened in this previous week to keep things simple. First up, we had the first half of Marble League Showdown. These four events were Swing Wave, 5 Meter Sprint, Water Race, and 5 Meter Relay. Showdown has been quite surprising so far, with the new and retired teams doing really well while some of the veterans are struggling. The Cobalts, the reigning two-time Showdown champions, are currently in 16th. Meanwhile, Team Plasma is in 1st, the Blackjacks are in 2nd, the Turtle Sliders are in 3rd, and the Wolfpack are in 4th. There's still 4 more events to go, and currently Team Momo, the Snowballs, the Oceanics, and the Cobalts are at risk for relegation, so they had better pick it up if they want to make it to qualifiers next year. Next up we have Event 12 of Marble League 2022, Domino Bowling, a less extreme version from Marble Mania X. A lot of the teams are really struggling with this event, ranging from 17 to 19 points. However, there were some truly standout performances, with the Shining Swarm getting third with a brilliant recovery in the second run, the Green Ducks taking second with a phenomenal run in the beginning, and then the Pinkies in first, who tied the Green Ducks with their first run, but then got five more to get a nearly perfect score for this event. We are now three quarters of the way through Marble League 2022, and already, the Balls of Chaos and Midnight Wisps can no longer win. The Pinkies are starting to make a gap between them and the rest of the competitors, but in four events, things can change quite rapidly. So definitely keep an eye out for this ending, because it's... it's gonna be wild. And now to move on to some non-JMR content. We have two qualifiers that have recently completed. The first being the Adventure Marble League Long Jump qualifiers, and the second being the Tour de Endurance Season 3 qualifiers. Congratulations to all the teams who have managed to make it through, and we look forward to seeing you compete in the full competitions. And finally, we have the Team Quadrilla Marble League Season 3 Event 12 Elimination Race. After some intense competition, Sapphire from the Aquamarines took first, followed by Centauri from the Celestials in second, and Bobble from the Bobble Squad in third. Well, that's all for the news. Thank you for listening. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with a podcast. You can email us at mswpodcast at gmail.com. I highly recommend you do. I mean, we're almost at the end of Marble League. If there's a time to email, now be that time to email. So do so. Do so. Tell us your thoughts. You can say one sentence. You can just be like, hey, I think the Savage Beaters are stupid. And I'll be like, I'll read it. And we'll react to it. And I'll yell about rapidly or something. (laughs) But you know know how it is. We want to hear from you. We want to hear... Um, from y'all who consistently listen and just get an uh, idea of any of your marble or life thoughts. We love to hear from you guys. So keep those emails coming. MSWpodcast at gmail.com. We got a couple today. Big emails, I will say. Um, so we're going to hit you with those. We'll react to them. We'll see what people are saying in that world of marble sports. Let's see. All I right. just clicked Google Drive instead of Gmail. I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, Richard Hinckley wrote in, um, and he's a shorter one here. It says, uh, block push wave format. So Richard says, I think that each team makes the first attempt before they make their second attempts instead of the teams making all the attempts before the next group starts. I, I think I know what he's saying. He's saying that like each team should have done like one heat, then the next set of teams go, and then that they come back to do their second attempt later instead of doing both oh, of them back to back. Because it's like six, it's like sixteen heats, and then so instead of like 
uh, it should be eight and then go back and do the same eight again, changing lanes and not like uh, one and two are the same team and then three and four. Are the same. You mean like like eight and then eight? Yeah, I think it, 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 for me to help sp- space it out more. Um, while I get his point on that, I like logistically it's easier and smarter to just do the two set together because like they, well, I guess like for recording it, they they could edit it in two halves if they wanted to. Um, uh, in that case, hmm, I mean it'd be kind of, I don't know, like it, it gets it, it gives you some suspense. I will I will say that that, that actually that. It would make you feel more suspenseful, as if you're waiting for your favorite team to come back and see if they do better. Hmm. I. Oh. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to give an in role play or an out of role play response on this, and it's hard. In role play, I feel like teams prefer. Hmm. I feel. Like, I feel. In- in role play, a, a competitor might want time to rest, but also maybe they just want to get it over with too. Right. That's a tough one. I would. Hmm. I think I think that Richard's method is better because Richard's method allows both from the viewer perspective and the in role play perspective a benchmark to be set that all teams get to know before they oh. go out and compete for the second heat. That's true. You, ra- like you that. run That's- all eight teams, all 16, eight heats first with the 16 teams. By the end of that first eight, every single team knows what's the best run of all the teams. Mm-hmm. Savage Speeders maybe with the best run or Pinkies or whatever. And then one was like, okay, we have to beat that. When you have to go first and second, you have no idea what the benchmark is. And even though you're just still trying your best, you don't know what you really got to try to beat. You don't know what you really have to be up against standings wise. So that and that affects mental ability. There is an incredible. Sorry, Waff, but there is an incredible capacity for again. I know, but we're going in role play here for athletes to be able to surmount really difficult expectations and odds when they know what the bar is. When they know what they need to hit, they know what the the crazy benchmark, how crazy it might be, even is. Then there's a chance that they can they can mount it. If they're like, I don't even know. I know the world records out there. I don't even know what the benchmark is gonna. Then it's harder. Um, so that for the first teams that had to go heat one and two, they have no idea whatever what else is gonna do. And so it's a little more difficult. Yeah, and like and like for the logistical side, like I already said it, but like just to reiterate, Yella can actually record them both back to back and then just edit them as two and, and put them separately. So like it, that way, it's not more of a hassle to record. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Why would it be a hassle to record either way? Because like then, so like if you like you already have the marbles set up and ready for that team in like the this relay or like this uh. The swing wave set, for instance, you don't want to then like put them away, then like and then come back to them later. If you if they're already there, so might as well just get those two done and over with, and then move on to the next set of teams, and then just do those two back to back. That way, that way, like, you're not wasting time putting them away and getting the next set of marbles. I guess I, I'm I'm assuming you're gonna record it all at once. It's it's swing, so at least swing right, wave I, and I, block I, pushing don't really take that much of a uh, setup. <laughs> Sure, but it, it, like that's just kind of the idea in my head. It's like, like you know, like that, that can accumulate. It's like it's it's simpler, like you know, just and makes the most sense to just do them since they're already there. Fair enough. I mean, so yeah, I guess there's some sense to that. Um, let's keep it going here. 
we have uh, we have an, a revised email now from Super. Especially Yak. for block pushing. Wait, actually, wait, hold on. Block pushing had four runs. So, like, do we do two runs and then do another two later? Oh, I actually totally forgot about that. I would... Mm, so, you, ugh, I don't like that. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's messy. Yeah, that's no, messy. you wouldn't do two and two. You'd do all four. For Swing Wave, though, I get it. There was yeah. another event that did 16 heats. I forget which one. It wasn't Block Push. Um, um, i trying to remember. Maybe not in this... No, Rafting was climbing? just one. Climbing. climbing, climbing, yes, had, climbing had was sixteen too. Wait, why is climbing not About four? No idea. Wait, what? Wait, 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 cl- wait, cl- oh climbing no, no, had four, no, right? climb, yeah, climbing was uh, no, climbing was two. Climbing was sixteen heats. Each marble because there's still only two lanes, so they only switched lanes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah, that would wait, make sort, no. Yeah, he should have said climbing and wave, but he. I get the idea, Richard. Let's hit our other email because it's a big one. But Super Yak only writes in um, sparingly, so let's uh, enjoy the email. Oh, while we cl- have oh it. climbing was four lanes. Climbing was four lanes, right? Mm, no, what do you? Climbing was. Oh no, climbing was four lanes. Yeah. Oh. I think that there were four, there were four runs for that one, right? If I'm not mistaken. And they took the best think, two. I think there was. Four. Yeah. yeah, there was four runs. Then what yeah, am I yeah, thinking? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. What was the other one then? Maybe it was just the one. Oh, you know what? Swing wave was in showdown and in the regular one. So I probably just remember two times of 16 heats and it was just swing maybe, wave twice. That's maybe. likely. Now that I think about it. All right, here we go. Um, Super Yak writing in says what? Very, very brief team assessment. Oh, wait, no. Is this the one he edited and sent in? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to check that. Wait, um... Wait, he edit this? Okay, this is the edited one, so I'm going to read from the one thinky update. Okay, very, very brief team assessment. Pinkies, Galactic, Speeders. This is turning into ML19 real fast with a runaway top three that poses legitimate threats. I think not that the top five are out of this. I know I'm yelling. Yeah, I know true. there's. I know we have a lot more time for yelling, but I'm going to yell anyway. Well, he says it's turning into. It's not that at that point. No, but, just but, to, yeah. but to say, but you word choice. I think I don't, I don't know. I, I think Super Yak's not wrong. I'm saying that. Um, but uh, if you if you're gonna pick on word choice, there, Waff, I'm gonna pick on it too. I mean, tr- right. to say turning into is, is to say that it's moving in that direction, and I think not. I'm trying to find mm-hmm. points. God, the standings. Um, <laughs> here we are. One fifty-seven on the pinkies. Obviously, it's a big deal. Down through top five, four, down through top four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll go far as eight, which has 112 points. That is not far. Uh, that's an easy podium, 112. From 112, you get 25 points. 122, 132, 138. Um, you, you, you get a gold from eighth place. You're in second place points-wise. You're tied with second place points-wise. They'll probably pick up some points, but you get the idea. So you are, yeah. and you're still three events left. Anyone in the top eight has an ample opportunity to win. Four events, actually. Um, mm, Aquathlon Center. Oh, yeah, no, four events. So four events. So, I mean, I would, I I don't know, but um, I think that there's a lot of chances still for some movement amongst the pack. 
Um, I think, obviously, it's going to be hard to surmount the Pinkies. But again, I mean, the Pinkies are the Pinkies. The Pinkies could suck the last four events. You have no idea. So, um, But no, I think, it's, I think it could be heading in that direction if the next couple events are still galactic and speeders and Pinky dominated. Wisps, mm. Balls of Chaos, very, very, very bad. I agree. Um, Chalk, severely under expectations. I agree. I was thinking this is a, a, a rising year for them, and not so. Bumblebees, way better than we expected. Yes, they were uh, the true risers amongst the with the Pinkies. Everyone else, it's the mid-pack battle special. Event assessment, ranking the events. Um, uh, oh, no, that was the next time. Yeah, mid-pack is pretty close. Uh, mid-pack between fourth and, say... Um, 12th here is, uh, like 119 to 84. I mean, those are really close, uh, over a whole mid pack. That's a, that's a close range. So, yeah. um, uh, it is close there. Event assessment ranking the event so far 11 to 1, in my opinion, with some brief explanation. So, oh, I like this. So he's going to give, this is worst to best. This is not, this is from, he's ranking from the worst event in 11th place to the best event in first place. So, actually, this is exciting. Ooh. Swing Wave at number 11. Oh, wow. Surprise, surprise. Um, swing Wave is, is not not fun. I don't really like it. It's not Black Hole Funnel bad. It's not, like, that not nonsense. It's not surfing bad, because I like the idea, but they executed it bad. It's just not great. Swing Wave. It wasn't an event that was bad. Oh, he's saying the same thing. It wasn't an event that was bad, but it was easily the worst amongst the events so far. Simply an event that isn't as entertaining to watch. Coupled with some weird instances, halfway pinky, and what happened there, Yellum, is gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there, um, What happened there? Yellum was gone. Yeah. Um, that also is similar to how uh, for when Yellup fell off in Marvel 1. That's the point. One. That's the reference he's making. Oh, okay. So I thought that's, it was like... That's, I thought, that's the line I thought, that I thought, Greg I thought he didn't know he I didn't know he was trying to make that. Okay. That's funny. I just know. Okay. And also the early stops for some marbles. Eh, it was whatever. Climbing. A new event that was basically Newton's Cradle without the actual cradle. If this is the only new event we get, I honestly would be somewhat disappointed. While it wasn't bad on the entertainment scale, it could be better. Maybe it's just me, though. Climbing for me is... I, I like it because... I feel like it's a it's a, it's good to have a two marble event, and it's so there's so many different ways it can be done. I see Newton's Cradle and climbing. I have two different ways to do the the two marble strength based event, basically. Um, the right. the, the duo the, event. And the cradle is kind of just meant to be like a, a galactic thing, because it's science related. Right. I'm just hoping that we keep the theme and have a lot of two player events. Over the yeah, course, duos like, are fun. Duos are interesting. Like just a different variation on the two-player event each year is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I get you. Balancing in ninth, um, significantly wow. better than last year. Still not a bad event, just not as good as the others. Here's the deal. Balancing is interesting. And interesting, you put it down in ninth. I wouldn't put it down in ninth. I'd put it more probably in my top five. But balancing is far and away, and we talked about this. The hardest event in Marble League. There is no harder event in Marble mm. League. I really, really, really challenge you to argue that there is a harder event in Marble League. MSW Podcast at gmail.com. But no, surfing's just a broken no, but event. Surfing's surfing's just just broken. Broken surfing is just yeah. unplanned. We're talking about an event that is very well structured and marbles like some like you get even two marbles to the end now, people freak out. Like marbles can't handle it. It's too hard. Um so mm. that can be tough to watch sometimes, but it's um uh I don't know if I put it at nine, but it's it's just it's hard. 
Domino Bowling also at nine, though I'm assuming that meant eight and he numbered it badly. So eight Domino Bowling. Honestly, this wasn't an awful event in my opinion, especially with the suspense as the second runner would feel the pressure to aim right or left. I agree. Pinky's showing the advantage of doing it in Marble Maniacs along with Shining Swarm. Indeed, it's a fun event. I think there's some strategy there. It's pretty cool. Um, relay. Honestly, I feel this and uh, at eight, by the way, I feel this and balancing could switch places. This was the usual speeders playground and gold medal by birthright. CCE did give him a brief scare though. Um, no, yeah. Well, Savage, if, if the Savage speeders are good enough to continually win relay over and over and over and over again, I'm not going to get upset. I think yeah. it's admirable. And it, it's, it's one of the favorite, it's one of my favorite parts about like, is it somewhat boring technically? But like, it's like, this is what makes it feel like it's an actual sport. It's, it makes it feel like they're actually. Cause that would happen in actual like sport. There are some countries that always win the same shit in the Olympics. Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps. Yeah, and like that makes it fun because you're like, I want to see those guys do it again. I revel. I revel in watching the speeders win the relay in a supposedly luck-based situation every single year. They have the most wins in relay by such a margin. Whatever. Hurdles. I don't care the Pinkies are in the running for a championship. Any event... Um, they win tends to be on the good side entertainment wise. I think the marbles worked out the kinks from last year and came into this year stronger, providing more effort to do good rather than effort to figure out how the heck this works. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with hurdles. I'd probably put hurdles lower than relay domino bowling and balancing. I, I like the hurt. Like I, the first thing I said when there was hurt, uh, when we talked hurdles back in like the first few podcasts was I wish they had actual hurdles instead of the, um, the the little pendulums, but and so they fixed yeah. that, and so I had to give credit to that when it first happened. I think in the grand scheme of things, I find other events more entertaining, but I don't hate hurdles. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, block pushing number six. Ever since they transitioned into the smaller blocks in 2021, something has just felt off in regards to this event. In other news, Midnight Wisps didn't win. Well, did you expect them to? But the record. Well, they pushes- are, they're, they're actually good. They are traditionally very good at block pushing. Yeah, they suck right now. But the record pushes make for interesting dissections. Um, dissections? Yeah. Dissections, sure. Okay. Um, have, you never, have you never heard of that before? Like, like you're dissecting, like, what happened? Like, like, you know, like we dissect, like, the little bits and pieces that led to their run being as good as it was? Yeah, I've used that terminology before. I just think it sounds weird in a sentence. Um, All right. Uh, I I don't know. Block pushing, to me, is a, is a fun event. It's not as good as I don't know. I would I would shift that more down towards eight or nine, honestly, with hurdles. Like, I I wonder like I part of me feels like maybe like I don't know which one which one I prefer more anymore. Like it, it was weird when they changed the blocks because they had to basically reset the record. Yeah, like as long as they keep it consistent, I'm fine. Maybe it is more fair if they use those those old blocks that they made because like since they're factory manufactured. They would probably be more uniform, whereas these are like wooden blocks that probably would wear a lot easier and have minor imperfections that change them. But they also all did run on this each lane fa- as well, so like each marble got a chance to do it. Although that that one time, Balls of Chaos got hung up on the lane, just randomly, they just suddenly got stuck and like lost all their momentum and then started rolling again in the middle of the lane. Like there was something, there was something off there, but mm. Mm. number five triathlon. 
Not as good as past years, in my opinion. The track on the hill rubs me the wrong way in regards to the marbles constantly listing, good word, to the one side of the track, but still an entertaining event nonetheless. I do like that they gave actual sand rally part as opposed to a short flat section in 2020 there and a short curvy section in the 2021 year. I don't know why I did that. That's what I do now. Um, I haven't done that voice in a minute on the show. I got to bring it back every once in a while. That's what I was doing. Um, (laughs) Triathlon. Huh. Uh, I liked it. I actually made good comments about this. I know I it's. I think it's the best triathlon, triathlon we've had. I think that they... I loved how fast the Marbula 1 track was. I liked the length of the sand rally track and the choice for design. I think the water track, while it could be so much better, it, it was enough to really make it a good section of the race. I, um, of course, my ideal triathlon is like three minutes long with a 30-second water section and a two-and-a-half-minute split Marbula 1 sand section, but um, that's just because uh, they only run about three races for the whole event, and uh, a triathlon feels more like a, a flan when it's longer, you know what I'm saying? Just like a marathon or a whatever when this is like a thon or a thlon in like human things it's like it's not just a lot of things but it takes a long time you have to have a lot of endurance mm-hmm. and i feel like endurance is not an aspect in triathlon right now you know what this is an used to be thinking something really interesting and possibly really fun so like if triathlon had, was, had much wider tracks so right. that way running all 16 of them was was more feasible and it was all actually a lot longer like maybe like Maybe it's like like its own special event, not even part of Marbley, like just its own separate thing, like a like maybe a like a twenty minute event where like like you see the marbles progressing across these different track sets, like going like so like like there's like a substantial, uh like uh track section, then sand section, and then finally a water section with more than just a straightaway, but like actually like turns and stuff. That would be very cool. Like like that'd be too long for a Marbley event. <laughs> That would that, that would be that would be f- too long for a marble league event, I would say. But as its own standalone competition, I think that would actually be very fun because that's what marathons are. It's everyone racing all at the same time in a long extended version of all of these different environments and finishing at the very end. And I would I say that would yeah, be very interesting. Either make it a twenty minute long race somehow that seems impossible, or um, make it like two to three minutes long and do it like elimination style or something. Um, hmm. because then you, then you, it's just, a, it's an ordeal. It would be a 30 minute ordeal. And I think it would be fun. Also elimination style is fun. Also, I'm realizing yeah, that elimination way. race is not in this season of Marble League, which does dock yeah. at about 0.5 points. Cause I like it. Also, I would love if elimination race was a, was an event 16 one of these years, but it was broadened. So instead of just the normal elimination race with the honeycomb things, it had like this very long track that like was like one minute per race and so the whole thing the whole elimination built up on these long races each time one marble gone one marble gone and then marbles that you know still have a chance bending on standings you like see all the standings things kind of coming together minute by Mm -hmm. minute at the end that'd be even more suspenseful than um just the uh the marbula one track though that's going to be fun too Number four, funnels. Really? Yes, of course. The funnels would be number one for me this year, probably, besides collision, which we're getting to. Funnels, surprisingly well-balanced combo. Uh, wait, I just realized this guy rated domino bowling but said he was doing top 11, so I guess we're not on four. Well, because that was the old, remember that was the old one? Like, I think he edited it, so then, so he forgot to change some of the words. He just put domino bowling also at, okay, so swing wave would have been 12, 10, yes. 11 climbing, 
10 balancing, 9 domino bowling, 8 relay, 7, 6, 5, and then funnels. Still 4. Surprisingly well-balanced combo of small to big funnels that worked out well and provided some decent entertainment to watch. Agreed. I think it I turned out really well. I liked it a lot. Rafting. Not a bad returning event. Um, Balls of Chaos, well, only what Balls of Chaos could do and got stuck. Wisps defend their podium, though. They are stuck. Here comes the racers, and they are stuck, too. They fixed it five stoppages in a row. It annoyed me a little, but it was still very entertaining. I think five stoppages in a row... Um, when now looking back at the grand scheme of things is is equivalent to the same type of like you flip a penny a coin 50 50 but sometimes you get five heads in a row and i think i really like that aspect of it it's like it's very unpredictable and it's hard to be good at rafting in this year and um it, you can get stuck in everything i think it, i think it was done well rafting three water race two a return from 2016 that did not disappoint a lead battle between rima and clementon we analyzed that, provided an entertaining race to finish the line. I loved it. Uh, I would have put yeah. that high, too. Sprint. For some reason, Sprint's number one there. An all-star final with action-packed first-round bodes well for the event. Ratcheting up the tension each time. Any unbiased team who wants to see the best should watch this event. Literally anyone among the four could have won gold simply by looking at the lineup. You bet. You run that ten times, you get ten different winners, even though there's only four racers. Okay. Um, also, the yellow best sprinter. Three gold. Three golds now in Sprint? Wow. Wow. I did not know that. Um, yeah, so honestly, I think Sprint was great. I probably would have put Funnels a little higher, rafting above Sprint, but it was all good. Super Yak also has a, the other half of the email showdown thoughts, so let's push through these because I want to get the domino bowling. Um, okay. But I also wanted to, again, appreciate this email. So, showdown thoughts. Copied and pasted from the JMR spoilers chat, which apparently... I don't know why he told me that. Team Plasma hit 71 points in four events. I know. I can't wait to talk about that later. A crazy point total. Here's what the stands overall I could find. Savage Speeders. Wait, what? Here's what the where that stands overall that I could find. Oh, 71 oh, oh, like, like, points in four events. So Team Plasma is in, in tied for eighth with the um, amount of a point scored over the course of four events. That's such a crazy stat. Apparently, the Sav- mm-hmm. of course, the Savage Speeders did the best. Scoring four, uh, 77 points over four events in 2020, um, event 9 to 12, Mogul Street Relay. Um, they did. It, they had third place, two Savage Beaters from 2017. They had seventh place, two from 2017. That's so funny. Um, Green Ducks in there. Rangers had second place in that. Um, let's see something. One to four. So Mini Maniacs, if you only, if you, okay, Rangers and Mini Maniacs and Team Plasma, they would be one, two, three if you're only counting first four events, which I think is even more interesting because you came out strong. But that's a cool little stat. This beats Midnight Wisps from 2018, 68 points, just other stats. Savage Beaters again, Pinkies apparently did, oh, in 2022, they got 66 points in the first four. Team Galactic? Oh, yeah, because Team Galactic got two golds and then sucked. They had a chance to easily break that record and did it not. If placed into current ML22 standings, 12 events, four, 12 events, four event Team Plasma would be ahead of the Midnight Whiffs, Balls of Chaos, and Chocolatiers. Currently, after 12 events, that's insane. Because um, they're not doing very well. So thanks, Super Yak, for that email. I think you had a trivia question for me up at the top here. Let's see if it's still there or not. No, it's not. Okay, so we'll not worry about it. Okay. Uh, I see it at the Moving end of the on. email. I see it. Um, 
In the yeah, but like there's no answer because I didn't. Well, I think he said tell us live, you know. No, he that would be putting that would be putting cheat. I couldn't copy over the answer in the spoiler box where you can't see it. Oh well, that's that's fine. Like, we, like you can after we we try, you know. There's one other thing that I'm supposed to talk about. Showdown is. Oh, he deleted it. He said he deleted it. Um. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Showdown is best with individual event videos. They should really do that for 2023. It may look unfeasible, but actually isn't. The difference in work output is a minor detail. I see what you're saying. Um, like basically, like editing the events together as individual uploads instead. No, no, and I, I understand what it's saying. I had a thought though. There was something I wanted to talk about. What did I want to say? I think it makes sense. I think I think they should stretch. I mean, there's no rush on Showdown, right? True. When you're done with Marble League, you have no rush on Showdown until next Marble League. And sometimes you go as a channel, JMR, two months, three months without posting anything. So why mm. not just stretch out Showdown one event per week? Be like, okay, we're in the we're in the slower part of the season, but Showdown kind of moves along slowly. Here's one event per week. It doesn't take much work, much difference in work, maybe a little bit of difference. Maybe Greg has to do a little more separate videos, but still same idea. It's just a slightly more work, maybe. And um Yeah, I mean then you can stretch it out over I, I mean, maybe two events a week to stretch it out over six. No, that would be four weeks. Or maybe just one event a week and make it take eight. And then you get mm-hmm. some filler. And it's not even filler because every event matters because Showdown matters. But it's something where it's like, yeah. this is the slower part of the season. And while we wait for Marbula 1, which is going to come and blah, 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 we have some videos that are going to go up instead of just the um, like th- like packing the Showdown in. I don't really understand that strategy. But um, I think, I don't know, I think it's a feasible thought. Yeah, so like here, here's like the way that this would work uh, monetarily speaking is like there are, there are many ways that voiceover uh, um, voiceover work is paid. Like sometimes you're paid per video, per line, per hour. It all depends on that. So for for considering how short the videos would be, I would assume that Greg is gets paid per video. So the more individual videos they have to do, the more they'd have to pay him. Which, which, and this this year they did say that they weren't doing as well financially, at least compared to other years. So that is a an additional cost to them, and they'd also have to then pay the editors, if, assuming that Yell isn't editing himself anymore, to like edit more videos. So like each one be kind of its own separate project. So the cost to create would yeah, increase most likely. But then again, more individual videos means more individual view view counts which means more money income theoretically true. no that is actually 100% true um so like, like, mm. it, it, it just depends how like would they get enough views each of them individually to make up for that additional cost or would it actually be more of a detriment that's a good point i think that it helps in the long run because it do, it, it takes away 3 months gaps in the channel's posting does that make sense which can help overall channel reception Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It would it would help like because like that's eight events. So if you did it just weekly instead of if you did it weekly instead of doing it multi a week, which they probably wouldn't do because like if if they're gonna do Marble League like multiple events a week, they probably would do Showdown multiple a week. But if they space it out weekly, what would end up happening is like you have about, like about two months worth of content, and then like you could sprinkle in in those additional weeks like Sam Marble Rally or or uh, Marble Maniacs if you want to do that again. Like there are a lot of things that you could do to. That just helps to keep the engagement going over a longer period of time. 
Agreed. Agreed. I think there's a lot of good things there. Thank you, Super Yak, for the email. Member, mswpodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email in. Let's talk about domino bowling. Now, while I'm going to, while I'm, why look at a couple things here and pull up why I want to pull up? Because we're going to do a little bit of, again, some um, uh, arrows and snips analysis, whatever you want to call it. All right. Um, uh, why don't you just give your thoughts on the, on the generality of it? So domino bowling. Remind us some, of some of the winners. And I, I, someone sent a picture like, I looked the, the version from Marble Maniacs, and like it is quite a bit of a downgrade in terms of how many dominoes that thing go for. So it's less as ex- it's less exciting to see them fall over. But I guess that's the difference between the extreme sports and the normal sports, I guess. like That helps to make Marble Maniacs more special, I guess. Like there is a strategy to this one. Like like the main strategy is like if you gotta land between two marbles in or two dominoes in roughly what's considered like the pocket in bowling, just so you can like spread them out more. So there is a bit of a strategy to bowling here, but because the the number of dominoes is so, I guess it there's so such a small number of dominoes that there's not as much satisfaction seeing you get hit down. It was still exciting seeing like uh the pinkies get that or yeah pinkies getting close to a perfect score. Like that was really exciting to see actually that was kind of, that was pretty cool but like see like consistently over and over again because like the number of dominoes is about the same it was like 18 18 17 19 it's like they're all kind of just in the same ballpark as each other and it's that's not really as fun to watch i guess that's fair that's all fair i want to see green ducks green ducks um Oh my God! What a what a run from the Green Ducks in that first marble. Um, so let's look oh, at the Green cool. Ducks. Yeah. Well, oh, you, you did point something that's cool. Like Pinkies and and the Shining Swarm did the best, and like that like kind of makes sense because like they did it in Marble Maniacs. So it's like it kind of adds to that role play of like yeah, they have experience, so they did the best. I kind of like that. That's cool. Wait, Shining Swarm ended up with more points than the Green Ducks. I guess they just had two better like by themselves pushes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna look at those three. Um, for those wondering, by the way. And we're going to talk about why they were good. Because um, domino bowling, I think a good question is, what is a good strategy? Okay, and I could also dwell on the ones who did the worst and talk about why they were bad, but I think we can imply for ourselves quickly what would be bad if we can understand what would be good. So let's look at the green ducks. Um, I'm here on the Chrome. I'm going to go ahead and turn on the display capture thing so I'm getting the whole screen and so we can really do some some drawing if we want to. Oh, Balls of Chaos. The, the Balls of Chaos also had experience. And they also, how did Balls of Chaos do in MMX? Terrible. Well, I don't remember. Oh, sorry, that's right. That's, that's right. They, they did terrible the whole event, so it doesn't matter. They, they, of course they did terrible. Never mind. Oh, God. <laughs> But let's look at green ducks here. Let's see what we're looking at here. So I'm going to try to get a picture right here. Uh, Actually, no. I want to get like one second before. We're going to pause it right. Okay. So let's look at a snip. Look at the chrome. If you're not, just try to listen along. But I I recommend always looking at the chrome here. So here is our picture of an untouched domino set. We have it right here on the screen if you're watching. Right? So this is obviously unknocked over. And so you want to talk about what is going to be the best way to approach it. Okay. Now we, I have my pen here. So obviously you have the, wow, that's way too thick. Let me bring that thickness down to like four. Um, oops. 
you obviously have here, you have these red dominoes. You want to avoid those. Those are negative three. And then you have, the, obviously, this middle line with the most dominoes and that LED domino. You want to hit that LED domino. That's five points. You want to hit it. You want to get these three in there as well. The greens, those are going to get you points. Think about it. Uh, LED dominoes, five. Greens are three. Count those all up. Five and nine. That's, uh, sorry, 14. That be thir- 30. Yeah. 14. The total should be 38. And that's 14 points. If the total is 38 and you can get 14 from four dominoes, then those four dominoes are pretty vital dominoes. That's, that's over a third mm-hmm. of the points just from four dominoes. Um, so you have to start to think about, before we look at these best runs, where are we hitting here? What's a good strategy? And there's a lot of possible strategies. Some might think, okay, you want to send one marble down to the right, one marble down to the left. Now, the reason I'm against that strategy is you don't have that kind of uh, ability to uh, expect that. I know in role play, we'd like to believe the marbles can direct themselves, but obviously out of role play, that is not happening. And so in role play, because it's so impossible for a marble to direct themselves well, even outside of role play, um, uh, I think in role play we have to assume that it's very hard to choose a a specific direction, maybe general at best when marbles leave the, that track section. So mm-hmm. I, to say take one side, take the other is not consistent. So I don't think you can just roll with that strategy. Another strategy is right down the center, send one to try to hit that LED, and then try to send one to the side that has not been uh, knocked over as much. So if you send one down the center and then you get a couple extra dominoes, say, on the right, you're going to send the other one to the left. Now, that is a little more likely because you still leave some center lines because a, a marble is also as inconsistently going to struggle to always be in the center line than um, be able to direct itself either left or right by choice. So you want to leave, most often you want to leave one line right off center, top, top or bottom, because that those are still very likely to be hit. So, I mean, that's not a bad strategy, but the problem is you risk, of course, going right down the center line. It's kind of like when you do that in bowling. You risk a very um, useless split, and then the next marble is going to struggle to... Um, be useful if it goes right down the center. And we kind of saw that with like midnight wisps and stuff um, who did bad and then did bad again by sending a marble right down the middle and missing all the dominoes again. So um, those are strategies that seem viable, but not aren't necessarily the best. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously strategies that are even dumber is like trying to hit the outside. Like, why would you do that? You're not going to want to be there in the reds or any of the outside points, but those two strategies not the best, even though they're not terrible. So let's look at what the Green Ducks did in their run. Um, And we'll slow this down a little bit and talk here. Mm -hmm. So Green Ducks, look at where they hit here. Um, And I, they... I have this picture coming up where they've already knocked over the dominoes, but we can still get the idea. They hit the, the dominoes right here. Right in the middle between the the middle line and the line on the right. Now, that's Mm -hmm. a really, really good strike if you can get it. Because what that does is is it hits two lines of dominoes, the two biggest lines, and you're going to send both of them tumbling downwards but it's not in a dia- and especially especially in a diagonal pattern means it's actually going to splay outwards instead of just going all the way back couldn't have said it better myself that's exactly where i was going thank you wife i appreciate that exactly <laughs> you're not just sending them straight back if you hit this middle line if you go straight down the middle where do the dominoes go straight to the back if you eat if you hit something head on right in the middle head on it goes straight 
That's just physics. I don't even have, it's not even physics. You don't have to know any physics to know that. If you hit something on the side, it goes, it goes backwards, but it has a component diagonal. So you get more direction. You get that direction to the left. If you hit the, if you, and then you hit another domino and you hit it on its other side, then you get a direction right. So instead of one straight back run, you hit, um, two dominoes and now you you have dominoes falling in the leftward direction, falling in the rightward direction. You're covering a lot more surface area of dominoes mm -hmm. if you want to call it. So that's your best place to hit right between that second file and the middle file. Green ducks did that well. All right. What happened next? Uh, we won't. We'll try to fast forward a little bit because I know it's going slow. Here we we just lost showdown to talk about. <laughs> no, we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. Showdown. I don't really like to dwell on as much as the regular events because well, it's, it's showdown. But um, we'll, we'll cover that shortly. So see, the problem here with the green ducks is that they did not. I mean, I don't even know if I can call this a problem. If you knock down twenty nine points in one hit, you're kind of fine. It's just that they didn't they just yeah. didn't get lucky enough to direct themselves sideways well. And look True. at this gap in the middle. I mean, they took everything out, basically. Mm -hmm. Everything but but blues and one yellow were out. So you really can't complain about them here. Yeah. So something like I was thinking about just now is like the fact that like if those two red marbles were just replaced with or or do marbles dominoes replaced with two blue ones, then the total score would be a much nicer even forty instead of thirty eight. And then for like negative po or for uh, the the negative, you could just put gutters on the side for them to fall into, or just like a gap where they fall off of the lane, you know? Um. Yeah. So like I guess yeah. So like if you fall off the lane, it's negative three as opposed to yeah hitting the. I I guess I don't. It's just weird. Yeah, that, like, it, like 38. That. 38 is such a weird number. I don't, like, I don't even remember what Marble Maniacs was because there's a lot more dominoes, but like I think I calculated too. It was, like, it was a strange number too. It wasn't even. I'm trying to find the pinkies here. I'm trying to find the Shining Swarm. Because <laughs> I, I know they did well too. So let's look at the pinkies while we're here with the pinkies and then we'll look at the Shining Swarm Um, here. So let's look at the pinkies. What do the pinkies do? I think it's roughly the same thing. Roughly the same, mistaken. but let's see it. Let's just see it. Because we're trying to establish a pattern here since we didn't get we don't have to we haven't been able to analyze this event that much. So Pinkies came down, and where did they strike? Let's pause. Yeah, I believe it or it's not wow. exactly the same spot. No, it's not. Ah. So yeah, they, they hit But then but then think when they get hit that first domino, they then went in between those two there. And so it, it then still splayed outward. Let's look at this. So they hit at an angle. This is your long file. God, I hate drawing with the mouse. I wish I had like a touch screen. This is your long <laughs> file here. This is your secondary file. This is your tertiary file. The green ducks hit between the long file and the secondary file. Great. You splayed dominoes out on either side. You covered some points. Pinkies hit here between the secondary and the tertiary file. Now, you might be like, why the hell did that work? Because that's that those are two different spots. But it worked because it still did a left-right splay. Look at this. Right, because they didn't hit it they didn't hit it head on. They hit it like on the more on the like the rightmost side of it. So it still went angle-wise and then directed the right. pinkies into the middle of the next set behind it. 
Right, yeah. So, yeah, the pinky's marble kind of hit just on the right of the secondary file, so they kind of were deflected. The secondary file shifted leftwards, and then the pinkies ran into the tertiary file and sent that rightwards. Now, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Now, that is, they got lucky. Do I think the green ducks had a better first strike? Yes. Why? Because you risk hitting, when you hit this, when you hit this between second and third, you risk hitting this red domino true and but i will say it's still a good hit why because you still don't suffer that much you go left you go right the yellow the green the led dominoes they're towards the back in the grand scheme of the triangle they're the most important dominoes and even hitting between second and third files you still have enough um angle to knock the the yellow green led ones over you see the pinkies Mm -hmm. just missed this big blue section here that's all you would i would Go ahead. I would say I think that I think the figure with the perfect place to do it. If the pinkies did exactly what they just did, but on the head domino instead, I think that would have gotten them the most points possible. Well, they got twenty nine in the first strike, exactly equal to the green ducks in their first strike. Right. I want to say one thing. I want to throw this out there as a devil's advocate. You might even be able to think here that the pinkies had a better first strike than the green ducks, or at least an equal par one. Green ducks, great first strike, and very unlikely to knock over a red domino. Pinkies, more likely to un- to knock over a red domino, but look at what you're leaving for your next marble. Green ducks, look down here. This is your triangle. Green Ducks left this space and this space for their second marble. And so the marble went right through. Right. Pinkies left all of this. They picked up 29 points, the same as the Green Ducks. And look at what they left for their partner. And then like a couple over here. This whole left side is more points as opposed to splitting it down the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. I think True. that uh, there, there's some validity to that. So the pinkies, you'll notice here a slightly different strategy, a slightly different um, um, outcome, but still a similar points haul. Let's look at what the second marble did. This is going to be good. Let's get there. 29. Got it. Okay. Stop yeah, showing so- it again. Second marble. Boom. Where do we hit? Boom. Look at that. Wonderful. I'm just going to use the same picture. Look at this. Second marble hits right here. What is most likely? As hard as it is to be inconsistent at this run, the straight down the middle run, Mm -hmm. what is most predictable, even though it's mostly inconsistent? The straight down the middle run. If you can get 29 points and leave dominoes in the middle line and have a whole section, to you're, you're accounting for two things. Look at this. I'm going to draw this once more. Look at this triangle here on the left that, um, that we drew before. Look at this triangle here on the right. Sorry. There are three likely possibilities for marble coming off the ramp. Number one is straight down the middle. Number two is uh, just a little bit left, and number two is right. It is actually most unlikely that a marble hits the far right or far left. As weird as that sounds, it actually is very unlikely. A couple of marbles that did this just got really unlikely, likely or uh, lucky or bad jumps. You're going to hit the middle section on the left, the middle section on the right, or just directly down the middle. Those are your three most likely. If you play the green duck strat, look at what you're leaving. You're leaving this section of dominoes, this section of dominoes. You're leaving the most, three most likely lines are left completely empty. So it's hard for the second marble to be good. Look at what the pinkies did. They hit 29 points. They got all their shit down here. And they left 
this open for domino more dominoes to go down. So what? So the there are the most likely lines, which are these three, two of them yield points. Two of them yield points, this top line and this middle line. And what happened? The pinkies went right down here, straight down the middle, likely line, hit the middle, and knocked over like two, three more, maybe even four, picked up a few more points. Do you see that? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I, like it's that that's just the nature of like this bowling since like they can't like some of the marbles do like of course have they're not perfectly spherical, especially with how much they've been they've run over the years. So some of them will actually have a curve to them. But for the most part, yeah, like you really do need to get that to get to kind of split them in half and half. Unless, of course, you're just an absolute legend and you can get them all in one go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'd love to see that one day. But that would, if you get them all in one go, you suffer because of the red ones. Imagine. Well, then Imagine they're, they're just going to go down the middle because it would be almost impossible to hit the red ones. Yeah. 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 I'd love to see it. But see, so that's what the pinkies did. Maybe a better strategy, maybe a riskier one, but with a higher or easier payoff for that skip marble that secondary marble. absolutely let's look at uh shining swarm and that should be good where is shining swarm in this uh video i forget I'm trying to find them for the love of god uh, i can't remember they're, they're toward, oh they're like towards the end because they did towards I, the end yeah however they structured thanks it. yak um shining swarm third mm, wait where Give me but swarm. Second or third from the end, or he says. I hear swarm. Okay. I want swarm. Is this the second marble? Okay. Let's see what the swarm did here, because the swarm had a completely different outcome. Ah, <sighs> come on, start. Start out. Yeah, they started out with one of the worst first rolls in the of everyone, but then they recovered with one of the best second with with no the best second run. Just because they had more up than most <laughs> this is nice though so, like, because then we'll get to see what bad uh rolling looks like so uh signing swarm come down looking fine um and we see a strike here i'm actually gonna let it play through and like obvious wow i just highlighted everything obviously you can see why this is bad i don't even really need to draw a snip on this but uh we'll do it anyway um, uh you see why this can we is take bad. some time you're way over here on the left side you can't be there you're only hitting blue dominoes you're not creating a split path yep i mean yeah he was still close in that third line but the only way you're gonna be able to stay off center and be successful is that if you're splitting that second and third line uh this line here and of course the third one he didn't do that terrible run not really much to say about that besides bad start however this is a lesson in utilizing both marbles Mm. you're not out of it with one bad run. You ever be in bowling and you yeah. have, you bowl and you hit like two. Oh yeah. You own a bowling alley. I always forget I don't, I don't. <laughs> you, you, you roll uh, your first ball and you just had a bad throw and you hit maybe two or three pins down, but, but you leave it and I'm going to draw the triangle here. You leave it's two, three pins on like one side. So you leave like a bunch, this whole grouping of pins here all together on like the middle and left say. When you when you get the second ball, because all these pins are grouped and you don't have to worry about this right side anymore, a spare is not the most impossible thing because you have this whole grouping you can just smash through and at least hit a bunch of them. You're not out of it if your first marble really doesn't do a good job. 
I would say the worst first marble throw would be one where it misses completely and hits or hits a red domino because then you're really docking points or one where you actually take out somehow take out all of like a second line and then leave everything else standing somehow, you know, because it's better to take out a full side and then leave a whole opportunity to knock over a bunch of them for the second marble than take out like a line right through the middle but hit nothing else somehow. So the shining, yeah, especially since you can't, that you can't. It would be harder for it to transition to the other marbles on the other side or dominoes, dominoes. that are left <laughs> on the other side. I agree. So I mean, not. I mean, obviously a terrible start, but I mean it's not insurmountable. So let's look at what they do next, and this is this is going to be good. So we'll see the second marble come down here. Hopefully, yeah, it looked like it skipped off to the right as much as it could. So it, it did try to take a good line, and again, what do we see here now? Ooh, this is oh, interesting. Beautiful. One. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, it, it, they did exactly what I was saying. Uh, uh, roughly, almost. Like, they almost got perfect. Interesting. Like, they, they, hit the, they hit the head domino a little bit off center, so that way it would fly off into angle, sort of, and then they would go into the middle between the, the two bot to the left of it. They, uh, they didn't do it perfectly because it didn't, they, it didn't, like, fly out into a nice uh, V shape like it does in bowling, but, like, like they, they, they had the right idea. They were very, they, they almost had the a perfect go there, especially especially since like they th that doing it in the left there actually probably was the better. Was it? It might it might have been the better. It would have been like, better. I I'll say this. I actually thought Swining Swarm got like third or something. So I, I guess I'm just I they did, they did yeah they did. This is position four. Oh they, no, they, they, they got third. they tie and then broke tie I think because uh, Crazy Cat Size also had 26, but I think because they got 21 in the second push, yes. um, they won in the tiebreaker. Look at this, though. This is a wonderful, wonderful lesson in making a comeback in this event. Wonderful lesson. Listen, the best line's here. Oh, it was broken by um by who had like, like number of RGB domino, then number of green, yellow, blue, and red. Yeah, and the, the Chinese one was, so they got third. The best line's obviously here. Obviously, your best line um, is hitting between the middle line and this one on the right because you're giving the most chance. You're getting dominoes over here now and over here. Yeah. Obviously, because of what the Shining Swarm did, you left dominoes over here. But what did the Shining Swarm do? They saw this middle file. They saw this uh, file on the left, and they split them. Well done. If you split a file, if you split the middle and secondary file at any point during your run, even if your first run netted you negative 70 points, you're going to pick up a lot of points. <laughs> And they did. And they got, they podiumed in an event they started with five points in. Yeah. That, I think that's very, uh, they kept their cool. I think a lot of teams will panic when they only pick up a few on the first hit, saying like, oh my God. But no, all you have to do is get that one push. Because look, look at it in reverse. The teams that got 29 in their first run, they got three, four points bet best in their second. You only need one marble to podium in this event. Both mm -hmm. of your marbles should be like, oh, this is an individual event. Basically, I just need to make sure I get as close to splitting a couple lines as I can. And no ma and you have so many options. You don't have to just split the two in the middle. You see the pinky split, the tertiary, and the secondary, and still still did well. They Instead of splitting these two, they split these two. And you so you have one, two, three, four places you could split and pick up a ton of points. And you have two marbles to do it. Honestly, any marble who goes into this with the right strategy, it should be not that hard to place it least place at least top half hmm. a little bit of unluck might keep you from the podium like maybe you hit a red domino maybe whatever but um yes i'm glad that we took a second to look through that domino bowling there's your strategy we'll have to talk about showdown 
Showdown, alright, so, uh, we had some interesting performances. Team Plasma is the biggest one of all, like, they came out and they really did fantastic. Turtle Slider surprised with 5 meter relay with first, that was, like, wow, <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, some models that have not, like, Cobalt, for instance, though, like, they are, there are reigning back-to-back -back champions of Showdown have, uh, really tanked, and it's kind of sad to see. It's real sad. Uh, it's like, and like, and like the wolf pack, for instance, also did good with, uh, with a five, with five meter sprint. And they also did, they also did pretty good with uh water race too. Like we were and like blackjacks also won water race. Like, like we're seeing something interesting here where like some of the veteran teams are placing pretty low and these newer teams are actually getting their chance to shine. And that's kind of interesting, kind of cool, especially since some of them are returning teams we haven't seen in a long time. People have been wanting to see. It's it was quite a showdown, um, and we'll talk about fantasy in a moment. Also, there just, was a new record. Um, Mo 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 has the record for that, five. I freaked out on that for five meter sprint, which was freaking bananas, bananas. But, and is Mo 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 usually race that event? That's what I I need. I should have looked that up before we got on the show. Let me go check that because I don't remember Mo 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 having any major acc accolades. Mo, mo, mo. I'm going to make a point here. I want everyone to listen to me. I know you guys are listening anyway. That's why you're here. Oh, before I make this point, uh, Domino Bowling, just, I didn't do, we didn't do a rating out of 10. For me, I, I enjoy the event. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's fun. I think uh, it fits. I think it fits really well in the context of a 16 event Marble League. You know what I mean? Because like you need an event that's kind of like that to balance out events that are like five meter sprint and funnels. They just all go together well. Um, I say them as like a 7.5 out of 10 for me. Like it's not quite a 7, but not quite an 8 either. That's fair. Um, here's the deal. I need to make this point. Yeah, I, listen. We talk, and we talked when we were picking fantasy about the Cobalts. And we were like, wow, they won Showdown two years in a row. How amazing. How amazing. Mm -hmm. How amazing. We need to look out for them. <clears throat> And I even folded and said, okay, I'll put them at a times two because I think they'll at least put up some points because they won twice in a row. Let's learn something from the current standings, please. Let's please learn something. What is the lesson here? Stop making assumptions about showdown. You ever wonder why I don't spend a lot of time on these picks when I pick fantasy? You ever wonder why I don't spend a lot of time even when this was the most that we had this week? And I put all that time into domino bowling and emails instead because you can't pull a lot out of Showdown. I like Showdown. I like seeing the Limers in sixth. I like seeing Team Plasma get 71 points in four events. <laughs> I like seeing all of that. I like that the Wolfpack is probably going to qualify because it's a new yeah. team. I, you know, I like seeing these things. I really, I really <clears throat> do enjoy the Showdown and what it means for the coming Marble League. I'm telling you, stop putting a lot of stock in it. Stop concluding things about teams just from their showdown performance. Stop doing that. But like, it's Show like, like I was, I was judging like their their showdown performance in showdown, like using only their showdown performance but, like, to, you can't to judge how they do, do that showdown. because showdown you have. There's a reason they're there because they're not that good. Which means what? What does not that good mean in the scope of marble league? Means not that consistent. That's what it means. Any team who can make it to the normal... I'm not talking about teams who win the normal Marble League. I'm talking about teams who make it there. They're more consistent. They can consistently put some points up. If you're not in that, 
If you can't get to the even 16th place in the normal Marble League, because remember that, and I, I, I say this every year at this point, 16th place in the normal Marble League is in essence a better performance on the year than first place in Showdown. It's just true. If you get first place in Showdown and qualify not for Marble League, any team who finishes 16th place in Marble League is, it did better than you on the year because they got into the actual event. Cobalt didn't get there. And even though they're doing fine in showdown, great. They means they have potential, but don't conclude anything about them as a team because they're 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 working in a in a lower level. When you compete at a lower level and you're an inconsistent team, yet you, you can't conclude anything about you. Okay, if they can consistently not qualify, that's a worry. I'm glad I didn't put them at my times three. I still thought they could have been at times two and put points up, and they might. They might have a good back four. We don't know. But I'm telling you, you can see how more inconsistent, just more inconsistent it is in the in the showdowns in the showdown scope. You're not gonna see that a lot in Marble League. I with the exception of the Oceanics, the one year, which everybody remembers, uh, you don't really see first place, first place, last place. And I, I will tell you, Oceanics didn't have that either. They didn't go from first place twice or even once to last place. They went from being decent to being terrible, and now they're really terrible. Savage Speeders, who... and Think about any first place team, actually, but Savage Speeders is a fun example. They never went from first or podium finish to last? <laughs> Not even close! Even the year they got 12th, they were still within striking distance of podium, by the way. It was just a very close season. Doesn't happen. Because teams in the Marble League itself have they have their skill set, they have their consistency. They're a team; they're always going to perform well somewhere. Um, so I will say, so Saddleback does bring up a good point, though. Uh, so Pinky's got fifth in 2022 showdown, and then second in 2021 showdown, and now they're here. Okay. So like, there there is some amount of trend in some instances. What? what you, what's the trend? Well, like you said, you said that you like judging a, a marble's ability based on their showdown performance. Like Pinkies were have been were doing consistently well in showdown the past two years, and now they're on track to winning marble league. Uh, well, I'm saying you cannot judge a marble's performance solely. Okay. On their showdown performance. What I'm saying is, if you are amazing in showdown and consistently cannot qualify, qualify not. For the regular Marble League, then stop talking. Stop being talked about. You, we, people, and you propose Cobalt as a times three pick by far because they won two previous showdowns. We didn't say mm -hmm. anything about the Pinkies until they started doing well. Where? Where? Where did they start doing well? The regular Marble League. Now we talk about the Pinkies. Now we'll talk about the Pinkies. And now we can sure. talk about the Pinkies as a viable pick for next year's fantasy. Would I have done that based on a first place or second place in showdown? No. And did I? No. No, I didn't. I didn't even mention them. Pinkies, whatever. Yeah, great. Showdown. Maybe they have some potential. Maybe they have some potential. And they proved they did by making it into Marble League and then killing it. Even just making it, though, would have been cool. Cobalt proved that they maybe don't have as much potential as we thought because they didn't make it. So I'm not going to say to the Cobalt, hey, wow. You're a team to bank on. No, but I might say that to the Pinkies because they proved that. They got past the showdown stage and showed that. 
So I think there's a difference there. Um, other than that, uh, obviously, Plasma, very excited about. We don't know much about them. They were my Dark Horse pick in fantasy. So cool. Um, I, otherwise, I mean, there's some disappointments. Snowballs, Oceanics, Momo, disappointments right now. They're still have mm-hmm. a chance. They only need top eight, but we'll see. I'm happy to see the Limers are holding their own. They have a bronze. Great. Um, I'm hoping the Purple Rockets don't make it. I don't really like them, but we'll see. What do you need to be top eight to get to move on, right? Uh, you need I, it's the bottom four who don't make it, if I'm not mistaken, right? I, or, or well, it's actually the whole like qual. So it might the, top, the bottom eight because normally it's just the top eight that don't make that make it. So you're, the, the the ones who auto qualify each year are the, the the podium and the hosts. If the host so the hosts are normally not the podium finishers. I think mean, actually however it has been. So like, there's like four marbles make it from the main league, so that leaves twelve there. So then for qualifiers, you need sixteen. So I guess like, or how many? Mm, twelve, or would it be eight? Uh, see, like this year they, it was twelve and twelve, right? Like twelve and twelve for each qualifier set. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 So four so don't qualify. 20, twelve and twelve. Oh. Maybe, maybe. So 12, so 12 more. See, so yeah, so yeah, 12, 12 from here. So yeah, the bottom four. Oh, right, do, right, because it was usually the top eight, but then they said, oh, for this year, we're going to actually include all 12 from the showdown and then add four more teams. Okay, yeah, yeah, so it's just bottom four. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of chance, I guess, to qualify, um, even for the Cobalts, because all they have to do is go from 15 points to 24 right now and do better than the Solar Flares, so come on. Um, just saying. Yeah. But okay. Uh, so I was looking at that stat for Momo Mo. So they only started doing five meter sprint since 2020. Qualifiers they got 11th. Uh, and the actual competition they got 14th. But in the main tournament last year they got second in the qual. So Momo Mo is now showing a trend of like of like learning from their mistakes and doing really well in sprint, which is good. I wish Team Momo would have more than 23 points, but. Um, I'm glad to see yeah. that they can break a record in sprint and not even get out of show. That'd be so funny if they broke the literal Savage Speeder Crazy Cat's Eye built record in five meter sprint, the st- basic staple of Marble League, and couldn't even get out of the bottom four of showdown. But I, I, I we'll let it be. Um, we'll talk about uh, prospects for the coming year when showdown ends and who's really looking like they're going to be a big deal. Obviously, Plasma looking like a big deal. But let's run through our fantasy real quick before we wrap up. So... Um, in the world of, this is, is, this is the normal fantasy. Um, I believe I'm about 76 still. Uh, yeah, 76 with my normal team. This is not, this is just the primary teams. 893 points. Not terrible, about 900 points. The top amount of points is 1,064. Um, and even down just a few places, you're already at 1,000. So I'm not actually that far. I'm only about 100, 120 points from being in the top 10. So it's very possible if I get a couple good Raspberry Racer looks, we'll see how it goes. Um, but right now, Phoenix yeah. is killing it. Phoenix is doing amazing. Great job, Phoenix. Love you. Doing awesome. Uh, I'm in 204th with 145 points. <laughs> wow. uh, the, the number of competitors, I think, is 280-something, if I'm not mistaken. So like, it's not like the worst thing. I'm, like, I'm almost in the top two-thirds. But, oh, 240, okay. But like, eh, it's not very good. Individuals, though? Mm, I'm doing very well, surprisingly. I will, I will say, though, if you add the non-primary teams, my Marble Gut team is still in sixth. Which again, something we will revisit at the end of the season when we talk about the maybe the better way to make picks. My regular yeah, that, team that's again. Such a fu- that's a f- uh, that's a fun experiment you did, and I'm really glad you did that. That's yeah. such a fun one. 
I'm really happy to discuss that for an episode. Um, my other, my primary team drops to 101 if we put all teams in, and my Marble Glaciers is at 104, which is really funny. So my research team, primary team, and the team as if I just inserted the, the Gladden Glaciers as opposed to, I, I don't know, I think I took out like Mellow Yellow or something, about mm-hmm. the same, So which is quite actually one point difference right now, which is really funny. Um, great. Um, so then let's talk about individual... For me, I have 127 points, and I'm in 18th. That's pretty good. 100, yeah. The 18th. I am in... Out of 173. I'm in 6th um, with 137 points. Um, quite good. I think it's because of my Rapidly and Wizzy pick. They, they've they been doing well when they needed yeah. to. Pinky's also very well, and that's like some Pinky Rosa stuff in there because I have her in there, and she was cheap. Um, yeah, so... I, I'm, there's a chance I could win the singular, which would be so cool. Um, but we'll see how it works out. Um, showdown cool. wise, which I'm excited to take a look at. I'm doing okay in showdown. I think I don't think I picked. I forget if I picked two teams for showdown. I might have just picked the one. Um, I believe guy. you did. Yeah. Um, Marble show guy named it 132 with primary teams. 89. I mean, with other teams, just primary. So not terrible. We'll keep up on uh. it. I'm ranked 120 with 208 points. It's pretty good. Uh, I think that's out of like what 200, another 200 teams, something like that, right? Uh, 143 actually. So no, I'm doing pretty terrible. Yeah, and in the individual, I'm I'm uh, I'm not doing great with with 92nd. So yeah. Oh man, the the Momo situation. I'm 98th with a 15.25. <laughs> where, where were you again, Brendan? 92nd. Oh, so you're just a little above me. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. uh, it's out of 104. So yeah, uh, we are not doing too great. No, but we also picked the Cobalts. Oh, the number one is like they just randomized it according to their description. That's funny. And see, see that's something because it just it goes to show you. Um, but then again, showdown a little more unpredictable than Marley. Yeah. Anyway. That will probably do it. We're long again, but that's okay. A lot going on in the marble world. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. And Waf, you can take us out if you don't have anything more to say there. Yeah, I don't got much. So all I will say is roll on, marble sports fans. <laughs>